Minneapolis 911. What's your emergency? It's another episode of Minneapolis 911. Welcome to today's show with your host, the mayor of Minneapolis After Dark, L.A. Nick. And along with him is beautiful and hilarious co-host, comedian Tesley Ray. They'll be bringing you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city. Hey, it's L.A. Nick back with Tesley Ray here at Minneapolis 911. So excited to be back, especially today because we're talking about two very controversial topics that no one wants us to talk about well, at all. Well, it's not that no one wants us to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody, no one wants no, to. Nobody wants, you to, know, nobody wants to hear I'm it. I'm native Minnesotan, and I'm even a little scared right now Well, it's to tell a t- you the it's truth. A, it's a touchy subject across the nation. So what's the first one? Because well, the, the, I, like, should I leave the room because I'm well, from no, Minnesota? No, no. I want to talk about, I want to talk about racial tension Eesh. and racial segregation. And I want to talk about how's that affecting our policing in our country. And they're all, it's related. It's a relate, they're related topics. You know, Minneapolis is dead last, dead last in America for integration. Dead last. Because, I did not know that. And, and, and there's reasons for it. Minneapolis has 19 Fortune 500 companies. That's more than any other city in America per capita, than anywhere. So a lot of rich white kids come here to get jobs at Target, to corporate, Ameriprise, driving, uh, uh, all these huge giant companies are here, Medtronics. So if you're living in the ghetto in North Minneapolis, and you're like, yo, yo, what's up, bro? You're not getting a job at, at, at Target headquarters. You're not going to get a job at Ameriprise. So we have we have two issues going on. We have a white collar town. Is that what they say though? Or do they say what's up, bro? And then like they they ask if they want to work at Ameriprise or. Or, or is that? Uh, well, I, don't, I don't know how they talk. To well, no, they, no, they wouldn't. Is even, that a normal they, conversation? They, they wouldn't even probably go apply because they, <laughs> it's a college. It's a college education. You have to have a college grad, graduate college to get a job. So they're not even going to try. So what happens is they get keep getting pushed down and pushed down and pushed down. So for decades now in the city of Minneapolis, and I think this is totally fact, the city, the city of Minneapolis and Hennepin County have kept lowering the bar to make our most unfortunate citizens acceptable. So you can't pass high school with a C or a D? We'll make the passing grade an F. Wow. We'll lower the test grades. You, 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 you can't get a job? We'll give you life welfare. So all that's doing is just keep lowering the bar and, and pushing our black community lower and lower and lower. I say raise the bar and help them reach it. If you keep lowering it, you just make our worst a standard. I want to raise the bar for our black community and help them reach that bar and keep pushing them up and up and up and up and up instead of pushing them down. And I haven't figured out the motive of why the city wants to push our black community down, but they do, and they constantly do. And, and it, 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 it's, That's what I was going to ask is what, what the motive would be. Wouldn't we all want to be successful? You're talking about now segregation, Completely. So you think that that these companies are are segregated to the point where they're like they're hiring mostly white educated people? Well, it's probably it's probably ninety five. It's probably a ninety five percent white ratio employment base. And where where are we getting our stats from? Because I I know that you mentioned the Biz Journal. There was an article where we ranked the last on on segregated 
Yeah, we're we're the we're the worst in the country. We're the worst in the country. Yes. Okay. And and tell me a little bit more about that. And then the link to that is also going to be on your website. The link to that is it will be is on my blog, Meet My Minneapolis. Okay. There's a story called "The Brainwashing of a City," and uh and it, it's all it, the link on there is from the Minneapolis St. Paul Business Journal, and it talks about how our black community is the most segregated black community in the nation. And and there's multiple reasons, and it's not just one side's fault; it's both sides' fault. We we have, like I said, a white collar town that has to have college graduation to to get a job, and then we have a black community that's life life welfareers. They've been on welfare for life, and we have we, we're on a, we're on a, probably our third or fourth generation. Of, of kids raised by either a grandmother or an aunt with they don't have two parents in their lives I mean literally I, I mean my my estimate would be a high percentage have one or no parents in their lives so they're raised by other kids in the streets and we have a lot of problems gang activity is growing so fast that you can't you can't even comprehend it and you're saying that 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 it's it's Raising because of the fact that they can't get good jobs in our city. It's our. It's it's our. Or in com- Hennepin County. It's our community's fault. We let them fall. We let our brothers fall, and we l- watched it happen. Instead of let, kept, we kept lowering the bar. We said, you know what? That's okay. You can do that. We'll we'll accept that. Do you and, think and, that and, maybe it's a funding issue for the public schools? Like they didn't have enough funding, and now we've got national pressure to to uh, have a graduation rate, so the schools don't have no. The funding I don't. So, I think I don't think or, it's a school problem. I think it's a okay. it, it's a bad behavior. Per, people with bad behavior problem. They weren't taught good behavior from from as a child. You gotta have. You gotta have. Be so you're behaved. talking about two separate issues. Though you're talking about how a the the city can can help control this or fix this, and b the family situation. Well, the city doesn't want to fix it. <laughs> they want to and go the opposite. That's the controversy. And so, so, and we don't know the motive there yet. The city. Except we're well, gonna get to the I bottom think, of well, it. Well, no, I think I do know the motive of it. Okay, what's, well, let's talk about that. What's the what's their motive? I think the motive is county and federal funding. They want that county and federal funding for people that are on own, that, that are on welfare and can't get a job. And I think that they get something out of that. They get money from it. You remember we have so, we have a huge surplus of money. Why isn't it being used? Where's the money going? I want to know where the money's going. I want some. I want some too. Can I? Can but, I have but some? I, I'll give it to everybody else before I take any. Because I tell you what, I've talked to multiple schools. I talked to Eastside Services about drugs and alcohol. I talked to San, uh, Sanford Brown University about drugs and alcohol. We have a lot of kids in trouble, in serious trouble. And I've talked to a lot of kids on the streets. They're in trouble. And I and I and all the ones I talk to have very little parents in their lives they'll see their their mom or dad like once every couple of months they all live with a grandmother or aunt or in, in in foster care they're all been to rehab multiple times at young ages i'm talking 13 year old heroin addicts we have problems and and it's 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 our society's fault our village we don't have a village mentality we don't step up people here turn a blind eye we got to stop turning a blind eye, stop lowering the bar, stop saying it's okay 
that's okay. We'll accept that. We won't accept it. So it's unacceptable think, behavior. That's more about like the Minnesota mentality of of it being a passive culture, or yes. do you think it's a white versus black no, issue? I think it's a passive culture that we go. That's acceptable. You know what? Bad behavior is not acceptable. I'm sorry, it's not. So you're not talking so much about racial, but, con- but, like like the but, a race war. You're talking about. A culture that we've developed here. Absolutely, that's I think I think our our black community is pissed off because we've put the society here, the culture in Minnesota, has pushed them down to the bottom, and then they have. Listen, let me tell you a quick story. I was on this is a true story. I oh was God, the, I, I can't was, wait. <laughs> I was on the light rail. I was on the light rail, and I, re- I I used to take the light rail a lot. I don't take it anymore because I see too many fights. But I used to take it all the time. I was on the light rail one day, and there was an older black woman, in, probably in her late 60s. And she had three little tiny kids with her. I mean little, like two, four, and six. Aww. And she called those kids every name in the book. Ugh. Get over here, you motherfucker. I mean, every Ugh. name in the book. Grandma. I mean, and I was just like, couldn't believe. She called them the N-word. She called them everything. What? Oh, yeah. Over and over again. Grandma. And I was just like, wow. That's a no-no. So no. so she needs to, to put light, a quarter to, in her to swear light, jar. To lighten things up, I said, hey, how old's, how old's the little boy? He's cute. She's like, oh, he's four. I go, yeah, he's a cutie, man. And uh, she goes, yeah, he's, he's a good-looking boy. And I said, hey, you know, you might want to think about what you're calling those kids because they're pretty impressionable at that age. And, and right away, she told me, she goes, she says, like, mind your own business. And she didn't talk to me again. So so she, I was staying on the train. It was I was going all the way to the Mall of America. She got off a stop before me. And, she, and on her way past me, she stopped. And she put her hand on my shoulder, and she said, you might be right. Aww. So I planted a seed That's in her nice. ear. I planted a seed like in her story. ear. So so it, it's just... It's just Telling people, you know what? That's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. So it's I not think- acceptable to call a little kid an M- MF. It's just not. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. We'll be back in a moment. Short it up. Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Yeah. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner and the top event destination in Minnesota for Fortune 100 companies. Oh my. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue with a mood to fit every experience. The Steakhouse, the Sushi Bar, the Ultra Lounge, and the gorgeous Sky Bar Rooftop, delivering an awe-inspiring view of Minneapolis. By far the best venue in the city to hear electronic dance music and hip-hop. Have I got your attention now? Seven is where the party is every weekend. On Friday nights, enjoy DJ Mad Mardigan spinning the best hip-hop and R&B. And on Saturday nights, dance to the best EDM, house cuts, and party tunes with Go 96.3, hosted by Miles the DJ in the Ultra Lounge. And modern hip-hop with Go 95.3, hosted by Mr. Peter Parker in the Sushi Lounge. Both broadcasting live. Seven has it all. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon, the Twin Cities only Lanza Concept Salon. You want great hair? Join the evolution. Evolution Salon has everyday styles, event cuts, color, foils, makeup services, hip, cool, and oh, so stylish. Delivered by the area's top hairstylists that will make you look like a runway model. Finish off the look with great products exclusively from Lanza. You want great hair? Join the evolution. And experience hair culture at Lynn Lake in South Minneapolis. You're listening to Minneapolis 911. I'm L.A. Nick with my co-host, Hesley Ray. 
Well, I think that, okay, so you're bringing up a, you know, like how, how our, our culture is here in, in Minnesota altogether, not just not just in Minneapolis, but altogether. But Minneapolis in, in Minneapolis proper, you're saying that we house, you know, these all these Fortune 500 companies um, who, who the, can be part of the solution. They can be, and some of them are. We have, mentor, them are. we have mentor programs that, that mentor, but I looked into that. So the city council told me, oh, yeah, we have tons of mentor programs. I looked at them all. Yeah, they mentor charter schools. They, they're not right. mentoring Eastside Services where that's where every – Eastside Services is a school that you got kicked out of every school in Hennepin County, and now you go there. And you want to plant a seed right now uh, because this is more public to all those grandmothers who have maybe a swearing – or you know, rage problem because they're overwhelmed, Listen. obviously, <laughs> to, you know, to treat, treat your young, um, the way that you want to be treated. And then also that the young are really impressionable. So Listen, maybe we I can hear, all be a part of that solution. I live, I live on the ground level, seventh street. I have a sub level, a ground level, and then a third floor. So what and I, what's the actual address? Just so I know how to break <laughs> in. <laughs> It'd be tough to break in actually. Oh, and, well, and, I have, and I have, and I, I remember, I'm a Republican. I have guns. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's another episode. So, so anyway, uh, to get back to the point, I live on the ground level. So right across the street from my house is the Hennepin County Courthouse and the Hennepin County, uh, where they call it, HCMC that? or no, Government the, uh, Center. Government Center. Okay. So Government Center is a lot of people go there for for for, for welfare and help and services and uh, every whites, blacks, Hispanics, but across the board and right next to my thing is a pay meter where you have to pay your to meet to pay your, sure. your thing yeah. so every single morning i'll hear a woman going get over here you motherfucker and i look out and there'll be a little kid four or five years Aww. old and it happens I'm, I'm serious on a daily basis that i'm sorry i don't care who you are how old you are what color you are that's unacceptable behavior period maybe that, that kid really naturally was an asshole though no, <laughs> that 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 is what's that's what's raising our kids to be unacceptable later on in life. We have to start pulling together as a village village mentality and stop this behavior. Bad behavior is bad behavior. Being rude is being rude. Calling your kids motherfucker is not cool, man. Calling I a four-year-old a motherfucker is yeah. not cool. I don't so, care who you are. So, and, and you know what? This 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 celebrating this kind of behavior and, and it, it's almost like our our pop culture has even gl started glorifying this gangster behavior of hey motherfucker with a gun and and and, and it, 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 it's tore a hole so big in the fabric of america i don't know if it could be fixed in my lifetime i mean i have about 280 months left to live that's about it so i don't think in my life i think probably less than that i mean that's just my no if my everything opinion. if everything goes <laughs> like well 13 months. if everything goes well i have about 280 months left to live seriously that's about when i'll die in about 280 months if everything goes well so i don't think it could get fixed in my lifetime but you know what i'm gonna make an effort you want to plant the seeds i'm gonna make an effort to get at least minneapolis black community back into society and not have this establishment that's running this these elite people that are running minneapolis to keep pushing our black community down and they are they're pushing them down you don't understand so you're thinking they're the, the black community they're overwhelmed that they're not uh being educated properly and then because they're so overwhelmed and stressed out and because we've glorified this type of behavior now we're allowing we're allowing grandmothers to openly call their children mfers and and it's 
it's our responsibility as a culture absolutely to, to plant that seed in everyone to say let, let, we're going to change it and we're going to start menta- here a village mentality and and what you said to that uh, that older woman on the the train is what we should all be trying to do if we hear that kind of thing you know what say, you if, know if what? somebody doesn't know That's something's wrong say hey you know what that's not cool man and you can do it in, in a nice way. You don't have to be a, a. You can be Minnesota nice about it. Yeah, you don't you have to be say, an asshole. You can say. Yeah, that's a, what a what an ador- or adorable child, or maybe even talking to the child themselves. If you can't change the adult, you can plant a seed in the child, right. And say, uh, you know, no, you're no, a good and, kid. And, and this and this 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 whole thing has now evolved into so many bigger things that we have. So now you have families in the communities, in our, in our poorer communities that can't get jobs. So now they turn to other forms of income, drug, slinging dope, a lot of, lot of drug selling in Minneapolis, a lot. So now you get a lot of criminal activity going on. So automatically, the criminal activity, who's their enemy? Who's their nemesis? Police, the police. The right. police department. And so no one have, wants to so talk about have, this. So now you have hate cops. So to, 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 to take the power away from the police department, gains the criminals gain to take the power so they want to take the power away from the department how how do you how do you expect to have a policeless society if somebody breaks in your house i don't care what color you are where you live the first person you call the cops if you if your house is on fire who do you call the fire department if you get your hand cut off you call an ambulance you need those services you have to have them there are all cops bad no is there some bad cops? Yes, but not all of them are bad. It's like saying every black person's a criminal. It's ridiculous. You have to have police. And, 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 and right now you're saying that we have a, a large problem with uh, the city of Minneapolis turning against the police. Absolutely. I, I, wanna show, I want you to listen to a clip right now of a couple officers in an alley being surrounded, calling for help. And, and li- listen, cops don't make that much money. Imagine how much fear you would have by yourself, being surrounded by 25 people that want to kill you. And, you, I, and, and what did you do? I'd All you're doing is enforcing the law. I'd probably Let's listen to this clip real quick. in that alley and then get arrested for it. Let's listen to this clip real quick. 113, step them all up, please. We got multiple people here. We're getting surrounded. Deputy unit being surrounded. All right, so that is very scary. I would, yeah. I would say that, honestly, as... You know these these people are heroes. You're you're a Minneapolis cop. You know that the city has turned against you, and now you're being surrounded in an alley, and there's only two of you. We do have a problem, and you're saying that's happening more than we're hearing, and you're it, saying it's it, happening it, more it's, and it's more. Hap- Listen, it happens. I when I'm out every night and I go out five nights a week, I see people, especially at bar clothes, walk right up to cops and go "fuck you, you piece of shit" right to their face. Wow! And it happens every single day on Hennepin Avenue, every single night, especially on Saturday nights, especially when people people are drunk, and it happens with white, black, doesn't matter what race you are. There's a big thing again. To, to hate cops and I, and I don't understand it you, you know and I would say again like back to because you do have a website and and I think that there's a way that uh, people can comment I would love it if police officers would comment on your blog or on your Facebook and tell about their experiences in the city of Minneapolis well they actually saying. they won't because they're all in fear of their job they're all in, they're all in fear of their job and I'll tell you why this is happening multiple reasons why it's happening uh, we've had some shootings that were that were questionable but that's nationwide that is nationwide but and and we have we have a culture here you understand we have this is this is the 
the people don't get it. We have a gang issue in the city of Minneapolis. They want to take the power away from the police department. They, they want to make the police de- afraid of them. So, so if the, and, and right now, cops are afraid of everything. They're afraid to be called a racist. They're afraid to be fired. They're walk, walking on eggshells. They don't want to get jacked up. The, the, our, and, and, and our city government and our police department have been at odds for over a decade. And that's a fact. Over so a decade. So you think that our city is not, our city council is not supporting our cops? Not at all. Our mayor. Why do you think that? Our mayor does not work with our police department. In, anyway, in fact, she has totally neutered our police department 100%. So and, they're all neutered? They're all uh, dude. <laughs> Did they have to go to a vet? And it's a shame. It's a shame because and listen, I, 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 even though even though I'm a I'm a conservative, I don't mind liberal. Conservative. I, I have, most yeah. of my friends are liberal, but when you get to the liberal part where yeah, go ahead and do whatever you want, guess what? That turns the mayhem. We'll be right back with more Minneapolis nine one one. Forty years ago, owner Gene Dubois and his friends sat on his granny's front porch step and discussed cars. Matchbox cars. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. This one is dead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. Yeah, this one is perfect. And 40 years later, they're still discussing cars. Only now, the cars have grown a little. This one? No, not that one. Look under here. That's damaged. See? This one instead. Cool. No one else would have seen that. And this one? Yeah, that one's perfect. How about this one? Fact is, anyone can sell cars, but to sell quality, inspected cars, you have to know what a quality, dependable car looks like. And when you've got Gene and his team and all that experience, you can't help but win. Star Auto and Truck Sales not only sells you the car, you also get friendly customer service and no-hassle shopping. And because these are hand-picked, quality, mechanically-fit cars and trucks, just like on Granny's Porch 40 years ago, you get honest value. Something hard to find in today's world. Star Auto and Truck Sales at StarAutoAndTruck.com. Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. Open Tables Diner's Choice Award winner. Seven offers the freshest seafood and the best beef that only comes from humanely grown boutique ranches. Seven is the premier dining and entertainment venue in the Twin Cities. Friday nights, enjoy DJ Mad Mardigan spinning the best hip-hop and R&B. And on Saturday nights, dance to the best EDM and party tunes with Go 96.3, hosted by Miles the DJ in the Altar Lounge. And Modern Hip Hop with Go 95.3, hosted by Mr. Peter Parker in the Sushi Lounge. Both broadcasting live. If you want the best, it's Seven Steakhouse and Sushi Bar. You're listening to Minneapolis 911 with LA Nick and me, Ashley Ray. We're going to talk about things that the city does not want to talk about. The, the claim that you're making about the, the city council itself not supporting our, our police department and then the problems that we're seeing is a huge concern. Our city government does not pull, what, support our blue. That, blue that is. That is a huge. I I would say if if you're listening to this, that's that is a huge problem. And I think and our I think our, our current mayor department. I think our current mayor Betsy Hodges is is probably the worst mayor that's to support the men in blue. And you sh- she'll say different, but I talk to cops. I talk to a lot of cops. And what are you hearing from them? That they get zero support. They're not allowed to do anything. They're, they they can't even stop. They can't even stop somebody. Until the crime's already committed, they, there's no prevention. There's no crime prevention going on in Minneapolis. They've had their, their wow. everything stripped from them. If somebody was walking behind you, this is a fact. If you were walking down Hennepin Avenue and there was a guy walking behind you, I don't care what color or race he was, and he had a brick in his hand with his hand up like this, 
A cop couldn't do anything. And he's he holding you. his hand up right now like he's going to, LA Nick, are you going to hit me? Okay. They could not do anything until I hit you in the head with that brick. Well, you know, I wish they would. No, 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 they no, can't, no, there was a gun. They, no, if it was a gun, they could, they could shoot you. Shoot me? No, shoot the guy with the gun. <laughs> but so, so it, it's, it, it, and then the reason why that is, it's a Democrat-run city government, and they're all on board with Obama against guns. So, so winners of all now, instead of guns, everybody start using baseball bats. Do you ban all baseball bats? If everybody started using swords, do you ban all swords? Does everybody start using a brick? Do you ban bricks? Like, where is it in? It just comes down to bad behavior people. Our problem is we have bad behaved people doing bad things. And and you got And there's no prevention and there's no support. And then also we're talking about this divide between the society and the police department where we're turning against them as and a going society. back we gotta go back and there's no this is corny and it goes back to the regging days. But we got to get back to family values, man. We need family values. We need a mom and dad going, your kid, you know, that ain't right. You can't do that. That That's bad behavior. And it's funny. It's funny. Yeah, that's bad behavior. You, I, I, you MFR. I don't want to really get into politics. I don't really want to get into politics. But the, the core difference between Republicans and Democrats, if you go way back to the beginning of this country, is Democrats believe that everybody is born good. And they're taught bad behavior. Where Republicans believe everybody's born bad, and you're constantly taught to be good throughout your life. And, 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 <laughs> I've and, never and, heard that theory. But it, it's uh. true. It's true. And and, and and that's why I am. I, I consider myself a Republican. I think everybody is born with bad behavior, and you have to be taught to be good, and and continuously throughout your whole entire life. You might life. be right, because yeah, I had to so, teach my kids to you yeah, know if, if, uh, if go you to just the let bathroom your kids, in the toilet. If you and, just let your yeah. kids be their own. You know what? They're gonna be the worst kids ever, and and, right. and 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 I really I really think that this community has really Minneapolis as a city in a whole has really let down our black community, and it's not stepped up. They keep saying they're gone to, and they've been saying it for decades. They haven't stepped up. They they neglect North Minneapolis. The money never goes into North Minneapolis. So, I'm tired so of hearing. Really I'm tired of hearing all these promises from city council members that, that are trying to run for mayor that they're going to fix. They're going to fix up North Minneapolis. It's all a bunch of lies. The, the people in North Minneapolis deserve better than they have, and it's it's now at this at the point. It's so it's so many young kids that are so desperate for money that they're doing so many illegal things. It's it's going to be harder. Hard, it gets harder and harder to fix every year. So it's going to be tough to fix. So I think I think the point of what I'm hearing you say um, is is there's a lot going on number one is is the race race issue which i think that you made your your points really well um number two is that we're not supporting our police and there's a huge problem there we heard that clip and then number three you want to plant the seeds right so plant the seeds of goodness in in anyone listening today you know that that we want to hey, do one nice do thing one a day. nice thing a day right okay so and we have another clip i think that's why you start to a priority suspicious person at 42nd and upton male in the corner near the church feeling i'm crazy i'm going to kill you possibly an EVP. Squads are up to Upton. Callers not hearing the male saying, "Do something so I can shoot you," and also hearing a female, possibly with him. You know, there's there's crazy people in in every race, man. I mean, that guy is just saying, "Do something so I can shoot you," and I think he's at a church. So, I mean, was it the Church of the Latter Day Saints? <laughs> do we know, know which church it was. I do. They don't. They don't. 
they have they give the address, but I don't know the church. You know, it's in and, Upton. And Where, the, what's Upton? What streets Upton? I I think probably probably Protestant. I I would say Protestant area. But who who who? What's it take to have a gun and telling somebody that do something so I can shoot you? I mean. And then how did he get the gun? Did he go through the proper screenings, or no. do you think he bought it off the street? This city has so many guns on the street. Which is scary in itself, but then also, like, what brought him to that point of do something so that I can do this? Either mental illness or drug addiction. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There can't be that many angry people in the world. There just can't. I wonder, like, part of me wonders if it's, like, an attention-seeking thing. They're, they didn't have any intention at all of shooting, but they're at a church. Yeah, possible. And they just want the attention to create awareness, which they're doing. Obviously, we're talking about it. It's possible. I hope that's the case. I just I just want to get a village mentality, and I want, I want us to all be equal, man, and there's no reason why we can't be. It's not going to happen in a year. It, we're we're too far gone, but, but we can start it, and and, right. and we but we need to start it together, white and black and Hispanic together. It, it can't be one party alone; it has to be all of us. I agree completely. And, yep. and, and I, I, I'm right now working on meeting with a lot of different organizations and a lot of black leaders in the community to to start discussions and start talking about solutions, not problems, but solutions. And I think that I think the solution from today's episode is clear. Plant that seed. Do one good thing today. One good thing today. Do one good thing tomorrow. Help your Quit brother, man. Calling your kids' names. You know, stop doing that. Probably. Yeah, I think you should stop calling your kids' <laughs> I think names. Think you should stop doing that. <laughs> don't pee on doors. Don't pee on doors. Um, and then also don't surround cops in alleys, because you know that's that's a little scary. Listen, we appreciate everybody listening, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, visit our websites. Yeah. We're on social media. So Hesley Ray, uh, it's H-E-S-S-L-E-Y-R-E-Y. Um, you can also see me on TuesdayNightComedyShow.com. And then L.A. Nick, if you want to You give can go them to my your... website, MayorOfMinneapolis.com, all spelled out in regular words, Mayor of Minneapolis. All my, all my social media is on my website, and I have tons of video and stuff, funny videos from me traveling around the world on my website to make you laugh. Make put you in a good mood on a bad day, and we'll link to each other on our websites. Everything's going to be connected at the end of the day, and and we'll also include that business. And remember, if you if you, you want to hear what's going on in Minneapolis and listen to the police scanner, that link is on my website, and you can listen to it twenty four seven. It doesn't work on some phones, but it works on any laptop or desktop. You'll get a different perspective listening to what the police have to go through daily. You will appreciate the police way more when you listen to that scanner. I love it. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Minneapolis 911. Join us each podcast and catch up with L.A. Nick and Hesley Ray as they give you the 411 and 911 of our beloved city.